drama, it feeds my soul. Give me that conflama, especially if it's old. Give me all that drama made to last. Give me all that drama straight up out of the past. Give me all that drama straight up out of Hello everyone, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that it's been ages, um, I've had quite a few abrupt messages on people sliding in my DMs, not even being a, a little bit polite, no hellos, just like, why have you not done a podcast, and I'm like, oh my god, strangers are shouting at me online, <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, I do feel like I'm getting told off for not bringing my own work in, but I, I do apologise, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, so silly, I'm recording this in my underwear, because turn the eating on like an idiot and then forgot oh i'm gonna record a podcast like so i can't have the windows open because the noise from the traffic or whatever so now i'm just too what sat in my underwear um but it's quite nice because i've shaved my legs for the first time not shaven um not like a number one shaven i had a like i've done a, a trimmed my legs because I've been doing, if you follow my Instagram stories, you've probably seen me talking about skipping. Just because, I don't know, I'm a professional skipper now. Yeah, I'm a professional skipper. I started skipping again. I did it years ago when I was younger, but I started it again a couple of months ago. And now I do it for 30 minutes a day. And that's, I would say that's a professional skipper. And my skipping rope handle is like metal and it says beast on it because I'm a beast skipper. It's very high tech um, because I, I kept breaking skipping ropes because I was, you know, too good at it, too dangerous at it and just, I don't know, the rope couldn't keep up with my skills. So now I've um, I bought like a more professional skipping rope for a more professional skipper like myself and it's great and it, and at the bottom it has a protection thing for the rope just so it's got like double protection from smacking on the floor just because I'm just so powerful it needs it so yeah I've got this really expensive skipping rope well it was 20 odd quid but it was a professional skipping rope and um, so now I've started skipping a lot. And I know it's very big-headed to talk about yourself in this way. But my legs are gorgeous now because I'm always skipping. Like, I, I love my legs. And I have naturally really hairy legs, like proper wiry hair. And I was like, no, people won't be able to see the shape. These This, like, bushy, hairy legs is hiding the shape. So now I trim them. So they're still a little bit hairy, but it's a very light hair. So people can see the shape of my legs. Um, I've only just started doing it because obviously it's still not summer, but when it is summer, I'm going to have my legs out feeling sexy, shaved, well, trimmed legs. So now I I have two electric razors. One is for my um legs now, and one is the the one that I bought from my balls a couple of months ago, which is designed for testicles so it doesn't, like, scratch. And that, like, shaves it all the way down to zero. So I do that on my balls and my bum hole, um, if anyone's interested. Well, that's what I've told you. So, um, so yes, yeah, sorry that I'm late. I have nice legs. What else shall I say? Oh, God, today has been... A weird day. I was meant to record this podcast about seven hours ago, but my laptop just decided, no, no, we're not doing that today. And um, my laptop just had a breakdown 
and the screen just went off and I thought, well, I can't stay here. So then I had to go for a walk. And when I went on my walk, I realised that I ripped my blue jeans. So now I'm going to have to buy some more blue jeans. I have two pairs and in the last month, both have been ripped at the crotch. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because my legs are so muscly from the skipping. But I, um, yeah, so I need some new blue jeans, which is good because then I get to go on ASOS, which I've only just been introduced to through, well, I was filming a thing that I'm not really supposed to talk about, but I was filming a thing, which is very exciting. I felt like, oh, I felt, felt like Mariah Carey being on set, la la la, filming a thing, but um, I thought, okay, I'm going to buy a good few new outfits for this. So, um. Because the shops are shut, like there was nowhere to get them. And my friend said, you need to go on ASOS. I've never bought clothes online before. And I went on and, oh, oh my God. I just can't. It's just so good. You can you can search for things through colours. And I was just typing stuff like clouds and like jumpers with clouds came on. <laughs> it was great. It's all I've ever wanted. So now I've... I've I can't even, I feel like I've fully converted to online shopping. ASOS is just so easy. I just love that I can just type in green and everything green comes up. I just think, that's just, science is just too much, isn't it? So this episode is a listener suggestion. I had no idea who he was. Um, this episode is on King Ludwig II. I'd never heard of King Ludwig before this. It was quite difficult to find information on him. There wasn't as much on him as everyone else that I've done before. And as well, I, w- I was watching this documentary on YouTube and then I, f- I started flicking through YouTube trying to find more documentaries. And I watched this one And two minutes into watching it, I realised, oh, this isn't a documentary. This is someone's holiday video. So someone did a holiday video of them, like, touring the place um, because he built loads of castles. So touring the castles. And then it took me, yeah, like, two minutes to go, oh, I'm literally just watching someone who's made their own holiday video. But there was a lot of effort went into this holiday video. He did a 40-minute voiceover of his own holiday video. And I'm not going to lie, I watched all of it. I just watched him going on holiday, a complete stranger. So that was part of my research for this, just watching a complete stranger's holiday video. This is a really really good suggestion, this one, though, because... um, so, I'll I'll tell you what happens at the end, and it's like those films where they show you the end, and then like, how did they get there? Um, so oh god, that just reminds me of the film Drowning Mona. Have you seen it? It's amazing. It's a Bette Midler classic, and um, so Bette Midler plays this horrible cunt who just treats everyone like shit, and then she dies, but at the beginning of the film, and then you just um try and find out like it's a murder mystery like who did it but it could be anyone because her character just treats everyone like shit it's literally just a film where Bette Midler just screams at people and treats people like shit for two hours it's a great film it's called Drowning Mona but um so yeah I'm gonna go with that vibe tell you what happened at the end at the beginning very Hollywood so yeah well what I'm trying to get at King Ludwig died he died under mysterious circumstances so um so that's the end and we'll get into the end near the end but now let's get into the beginning so he was born on the 25th of august 1845 his nickname was the swan king which i love and um the mad king as well and the fairy tale king, which also is something that I love. Um, I think I've mentioned it on here before, how when I was at uni, I used to always put hashtag pale princess on photos. So I feel like being known as the fairy tale king would suit um, me very well. 
his dad was called Maximilian, which is a name that my dad wanted to call me. He really wanted to call me Maximilian, apparently. I remember my dad telling me. But my dad didn't even have no chance of naming me because him and my mum split up when my mum was pregnant with me. So she wasn't letting him do the naming. Do you know what I mean? Um, By the time I was born, they were very separated. So... He, he had no chance of calling me Maximilian. But people abbreviate it to Maximilian. If I was called Maximilian, I would have abbreviated it to just Million. So I would have just been call, called Million Jones, which I think would have been great. Or maybe just drop the Jones and just call myself Million. That would be great. I mean, you'd probably get bullied more than I already did. Just walking around like, yeah, I'm Million. God, that should I should start rap just so I could call myself that. That'd be my rap name, Million. That'd be my rap name, and my drag name would be Bovril. So I'll do a little bit of rapping, and that'll be when I'm Million. And then when I'm in drag, I'll be Bovril. So um, Maximilian, who I'm just going to call Million, Million um, became king of Bavaria when Ludwig was free. And Germany wasn't what it's like now. It was all kind of split up into different states and they had their own monarchs and stuff. And Bavaria was one of them. So present day, this is what Wikipedia describes. And yes, that's where I've gone to for some of my information. Wikipedia. If, you, if you've got a problem with that, fuck off, you know. Um, so yeah, I hated that. Do you know when you were at uni and you couldn't use Wikipedia and it's like, but why? It just gives you the plain facts. They're like, well, it's not true. Oh, shut up. Shut up and suck a dick. So according to Wikipedia, this is um, the explanation of Bavaria. Bavaria, officially the free state of Bavaria is a landlocked state in the southeast of Germany. Bavaria is the largest German state by land area, comprising roughly of a fifth of the total land area of Germany. So there you go, aren't you glad I told you? When Ludwig was three years old, his dad, Millian, became the king of Bavaria. Before that, his granddad was the king, but he got advocated, I think that's the right word, advocated from the throne... Basically, there was like a revolution and because of that, he he had to like step down. Also, one of the reasons he had to step down, he had an affair with an Irish dancer. And I just find it quite funny that in the 1800s in Germany, there was just an Irish woman knocking about. I just find that dead funny. What did people make of her? No one would have understood what she was fucking going on about in Germany. Because now, if you meet a German person... You're just kind of used to meeting people from all over the world. But if I was in Germany now, it wouldn't be a big deal. But if I went to Germany in the 1800s, they'd be like, what is that accent? Who is this weirdo? I'd probably get all the dick, to be honest, because they'd be like, what is this magical unicorn? But um, yeah, I just find it quite funny that there was an Irish dancer an, an Irish dancer who not only went to Germany, went to Germany and shagged one of the kings. I mean, what a legend. I want to know more about her. He didn't even tell me her name. And now I'm actually thinking, was it an Irish dancer from Ireland or was it a dancer who specialises in Irish dancing? But German people in the 1800s, were they big fans of Irish dancing? Was Irish dancing even done then? What, does it, does anyone who's not Irish do Irish dancing? It always looks like someone's shooting at the feet, doesn't it? And they're just dodging bullets. That's what Irish dancing looks like to me. Ludwig, his relationship... I don't know, his parents don't seem like they knew how to have children. He was never really... He didn't really get spoken to like a kid and it was just like his parents didn't really spend that much time with him and whenever they did spend time with him, it was just like business. So it seems quite like a loveless childhood. And when they described him as 
when he was younger, they describe him as a weird kid. And they say he was weird because instead of going out hunting, he preferred to stay in and learn about fairy tales. And he liked to read and he um, was quite proper and he presented himself quite well. And that, But then sometimes he could, you know, have ideas above his station. He would rob from people and say, well, I'm the prince, so that's mine anyway. I'll, I can steal from peasants. That's what he was like as a kid. There was an occasion where he was strangling his brother with a rope. Million, Maximilian, um, died when Ludwig was 18. So Ludwig became the king of Bulgaria at 18 years old. So that's quite young to become king. I was a right bastard at 18. Like no one should have took me seriously at 18 years old. I was, and I was still closeted at 18. Um, Well, was just starting to get ready to pop out the closet, but he was closeted because it throughout this, it doesn't talk about any sort of sexual relations with men he doesn't say that but um in some of his writings it did indicate that he was attracted to men but in like there was no proof of him acting on it and i think a lot of that was because of his religion so that really stopped him but that just kind of was in his head all the time it makes me so sad when i read about like closeted people especially someone who yeah is closeted but never even acted on it. So it's just, they just keep it in the mind forever. Like that is a horrible, that's a horrible life. Just being trapped in your own brain, your sexuality, not being able to be yourself. Um, So then when people talk about him being like eccentric and a bit weird and I'm like, yeah, but he's not himself. Like, I don't know. I think not that if if you're a bad person, being closeted doesn't give you an excuse to be a bad person. But I can understand why if someone's like quite socially awkward and then you find out, oh, they were closeted. I understand why, because he's spending all the time hiding themselves. So that makes me quite sad about him. Um, so learning about that, felt a bit sorry for him. Ludwig was not a good king. I'm just going to throw that out there now. He was a terrible king. He was the sort of king I think I would want to be. He didn't try and get involved in any of the decision making. So there was two wars whilst he was king and a lot of the people, the politicians and stuff tried to get him involved and like get him to make decisions. And when people went to war, then the king would be involved in, you know, the warfare and would be at the battle. And he wasn't having none of that. He was like, no, you plan the wars. You do whatever you have to do. I'll just stay here and spend the money and look good. That was the sort of king he was. He wasn't like an evil dictator. He was just like a not bothered. I don't give a shit. I'm going to be here spending money. Let the other politicians sort out the stuff. I'm just going to look good. He likes the idea of being king and everybody worshipping him. Worshipping? Yeah, worshipping and everybody worshipping him. But he didn't want to be like in charge of anything or make any decisions. They tried to, like a lot of the things that was expected of monarchs and was, you know, like the main thing was to get married so they can produce an heir. He was dead set against that. Obviously now it's because we think, oh, maybe he was gay. That might be the reason why he didn't want to get married. I'm guessing it probably is one of the main reasons. He said that he would rather drown than marry. Drowning is just the worst death for me. I sometimes get scared when I'm in the bath and I've like washed my head and I put my head under. I always get paranoid that someone's like been in the house for hours and then they're just going to sneak in and drown me. That, that every time I wash my hair in the bath, I've, I think of 
my death is about to happen. I don't know why. I've just always been scared of being drowned in the bath. Yeah, drowning for me is like the worst one. But I do love swimming, but I don't want to drown. I love swimming, but I hate the ocean. I'm pretty sure I saw a shark once. When I was younger, I was in the water. We was in France. Um, yeah, we went on holiday to France. <laughs> Very bougie. We were. Uh, we, we used to do these caravan holidays, and we. Uh, my dad would drive to France, which was a bad idea because he was four kids in the car, and then my dad and my stepmom, we'd all be like arguing in the back of this van. Well, it was a Nissan Space Cruiser. Google it right now. Get you phone out google nissan space cruiser it was like a proper banger it was like driving a shed and it used to always break down it was very unreliable and um so we'd all be in the back of that like kicking off and arguing once my dad was um reversing off the driveway and then um like crashed the wall down and there was bricks all over the wall. And then that was my fault, apparently. I was like, I'm not fucking driving. Um, so, yeah, we would be in that Nissan Space Cruiser. So, yeah, we'd drive to France. And when we was on a holiday in France, I um, was in the sea. And I got saved by a lifeguard because I started drowning. I don't really remember it because I was about six or seven. But I was apparently adamant. That I saw a shark. Do you get French sharks? <laughs> I'm thinking of a very like offensive stereotype now of like a shark with a beret and a baguette. That'd be quite funny. So anyway, he said he'd rather drown than get married. He started like courting this girl sort of try and get married. Who it was, was it was basically his cousin. So he was best mates with this girl called Elizabeth who was married to the Prince of Austria, I think. I I think she was. Okay, right, let's just say she was. So he was friends with her and then, yeah, like people were trying to force him to get married. So he was like, okay, I'll start like talking to this girl and he started talking to her younger sister and then he like broke it off because he just yeah couldn't be bothered but he didn't he really didn't want to get married but the politicians were trying to force him to um, but he was dead set against it the main reason i think there's not that much information on him is because he was a king who didn't want to get involved one with people, so he was like not getting married and was, wasn't was caught like dating anyone. I don't know why I keep saying courting, that's something my grandma says. He wasn't like dating anyone or shagging anyone. There's not anything really to delve into there. And as well, he didn't get involved in any of the king duties, he just wanted to spend money and build castles but he also was a big fan of art and he loved hearing stories like fairy tales watching plays you know going to the opera he was a big fan of this composer Wagner he was a fan like lifelong fan he's big Wagner's biggest fan but he bought Wagner a house and like gave him somewhere to live and spent loads of money on Wagner and just said right like you live here and then just carry on making music composing operas carry on doing all this stuff and I'm just gonna you know pay for you to live this lavish life so this um, Wagner was living the best life because of Ludwig so then all of the well a lot of the public found out about this and was fuming it was like what a waste of money and he got a bit of a reputation Ludwig for just wasting money so he had loads of castles made because of that YouTube tutorial where that guy that YouTube holiday that I watched that guy on I got to see all these castles I basically have been there yesterday it felt like i was actually there watching this youtube holiday video but the castles were honestly gorgeous gorgeous i'm getting to that point in my life now where i really appreciate some good architecture my favorite inside of a building is in 
Manchester Central Library. If you go in the Manchester Central Library, the big dome bit, go in there and that is gorgeous. It's like a quiet study zone. It's not really been touched. It's got its old, it's very old school sort of long tables like Harry Potter dinner table sort of tables with, and it's got a big dome roof oh i don't even know how to explain it it's just the nicest inside of a building i've ever seen that's my favorite architecture when i went there as well it was weird it was because my dad took me my siblings and my stepmom to the cinema for my eldest brother's birthday because we all watched the underworld film with kate beckinsale where she was that sexy vampire So we went to the cinema to watch Underworld 2, but they wouldn't let me in because I was too cute and adorable. So while my stepmom went in with my siblings, I had to go to the library. My dad was like, right, well, we can't go in the pictures. And instead of taking me to watch an actual kids film, which he would never have done because he's not going to sit through a kids film. He was like, right, we'll just walk over to the library. And I was like, this is shit. They're all going to the cinema and I'm going to a library. But then it was, you know, it was a big day in any teenage boy's life when they fall in love with architecture. And I walked in that building. And I was like, oh, gorgeous. Anyway, so I, I, I do appreciate architecture. I feel like if I met Ludwig, I, I could really connect with him on that sort of vibe because I'd, I'd explain to him about Manchester Central Library. But to be honest, looking at a lot of his buildings that he has paid to be made, they're, they're even a bit nicer than that. They're very extravagant. I've never seen interior like it. It's great. Ludwig got more eccentric and started doing loads of crazy stuff. So he'd go for like really long horseback rides in the middle of the night. And then he would surprise like, they call them peasants, but I don't want to call them that. Like the local people who live there, he would surprise them, come to the house and just give them gifts. So that sounds lovely. But then also his servants were made to like always bow to him and he wouldn't look them in the eyes and um, he made them only communicate with him through notes because he didn't want to speak to him. So the free gifts sound great, but then if you're his actual servant, he sounds like a bit of a prick. He, again, just spent so much money on all these castles. Wagner, the composer who he loved, he got him to put on plays and operas just for him. He was the only audience member, but he'd be a full production which would cost so much money and then he had a theater bill as well for Wagner he just started to spend so much money he spent all of his family's money and then started lending money but the prime minister had enough of it so he convinced Ludwig's uncle that like he would take control of Bavaria but the only way that they were going to be able to do that is if they got a doctor to say that Ludwig was insane so they got this doctor to interview loads of his servants but the servants were being paid to say that he was insane so they're obviously going to say that he was very eccentric and he loved spending money and he shouldn't have been king really because he was just getting him into debt but i don't know if he was insane or if he just loved spending money and didn't like any of the responsibilities of being a king so he does get declared insane and then his uncle takes over it so he doesn't really have any responsibilities but they go to this castle to get him then like the next day he does like say oh listen I just want to go for a walk and he goes for a walk in this rainstorm but the doctor goes with him and then a couple of hours later they've not arrived back and everyone's wondering where they are and they find hats and coats like on the beach near this water and then um, yeah they found both the bodies and the doctor's body had like a scratch on the face and a fingernail was missing and it looked like they'd been in a fight. So people thought that 
Ludwig killed the doctor and then killed himself. This is why it's so interesting, why it's such an interesting story. Like, no one really knows what happened that day. And this, I don't know, there's a, quite a few questions. And it's like, was he assassinated? There was rumours that um, Ludwig was assassinated. But then also, the things that I've read and in the stuff that I've watched, what I all said is like, but why would... There was no point in assassinating him because he was already declared like insane so he had he had no power there, there was literally no point of anyone assassinating him because he'd already been took away from being the king they'd already stopped him from being the king the day before so the assassination don't make sense that much but people did say he was assassinated and that the cloak on the beach that was found had bullet holes in it but the cloak ended up getting burnt, like they burnt the clothes, um, so it, they couldn't examine it. And his body has never been exhumed, so no one knows if he was shot. But that was a rumour that happened. The actual Bavarian government themselves said that they think that he killed the doctor and then killed himself but none of it really makes sense and people are saying he, he could have tried to escape and then there was people in the boats on the water that could have stopped him yeah this is why it's such an interesting story it's literally all down to what do you think happened like there's not really many clues like even scott and bailey would struggle with this one and they're the best detectives um fact or fiction in the whole entire world manchester's finest two police officers it's quite difficult i don't know what happened i think maybe he did have a fight with the doctor Oh, I really don't know. I could see him killing the doctor. I could see him. I could. I could see him killing someone. I assume. Do you know? Do you know when you meet people and you're like, "Oh, that they could kill someone," and your friends are like, "Josh, what are you talking about?" But sometimes I just meet some people and I'm like, "You've got it in you to just do something really weird and naughty." You're a weirdo, and I feel like he's got this vibe that he could just kill someone. I really don't know what to make of his death. Just two dead bodies in the water, but one was bruised and the other one not so much. Yeah, I'm going to go with the original that I think he killed the other guy in a fight. I think he killed the doctor and was like maybe planning on escaping, but because it was a storm drowned i don't know and then that'll be full circle because he said he'd rather drown than get married and then he did end up drowning and never getting married so that was king ludwig ii's life so now i'm gonna ring my friend and she's a comedy person as well works in comedy very funny but also is the person who sings the theme tune um it's my friend jade fernley she's brilliant so i'm gonna phone her now Yummy. hello are you well yeah are you well yeah, I'm really well. Just looking out the window, listening to Wagner and trying to feel the vibe. Oh, really? Of um, Wagner's the composer. Did you already know who that composer was? Yeah, I'd heard... Fl- um, not Flight... Is it Flight of the Valkyries? I always get Flight of the Valkyries and Flight of the Bumblebee mixed up because they're two different classical music compositions. But I think it's Ride of the Valkyries. Ride, that's what it is. So I've heard that before. That's that... Oh, is that him? That's him, yeah. Oh, so he he was quite good. He was like the Adele of his day then. Oh, he was the business. He knew what he was doing. And uh, no one knew that better than King Ludwig II, didn't they? No, yeah. Look at you doing all the research. Oh, I, I must admit, I knew fucking nothing before. <laughs> I, I had no idea who he was, neither. It was a recommended one. I think it's because most kings that make history or that find it into your history, um, like direct line of vision, are the ones that were like 
tyrants and fought in battles and yeah. and you know really conquered but, but this king couldn't have been further from that he's left a mark and a legacy that's a bit whimsy and a bit wet wiped you know what I'm saying yeah because he just like this is why there's hardly any information on him that's what I've said that before like when I was recording um before well yesterday peek behind the curtain recorded my bit yesterday and this bit today um <laughs> so when i was doing that i was saying how oh, what am i trying to say yeah he like never really socialized with anyone he didn't go to any of the wars he didn't he spent a lot of time he was a bit of a loner so there's no information i think he was, I think he was super misunderstood as well like yeah. i think it's quite unfortunate that he was born into royalty but it's good and bad because if he wasn't born into royalty he couldn't have bought um wagner as much as he did and like bought his time yeah. but as well like if he wasn't born into, if he wasn't born into royalty he wouldn't have had to have all these responsibilities and these stresses when all he really wanted to do was just go and watch some good opera didn't he yeah, but he, he still would have had to get a job. Neither of us are born into reality. We still have to work. Do you know what I mean? He just... And it's not fair because I've got some really high-maintenance and like opulent sensibilities and I can't execute a single one of them, John. No, you can't be going around buying castles in Salford. No, I know I can't, but, but E by gum, if you could let me erect a castle and give me the, the chance. I mean, I think if there had been a 60-minute makeover back in this day... I think King Ludwig II would have been a shoe in for the designer. Yeah, he would have been. He was he was a great designer. He had talent. He just didn't. Oh my god! Have you had a look? So one of the biggest things I've researched, because I don't know if you will have done, is the interiors and how extravagant the interiors were in some of his castles. Yeah, have you had a look into that. I watched like a full forty-minute YouTube video of someone's holiday video, and it's just them going round on tour. They do all the castles in that, but I watched a stranger's holiday video on YouTube. <laughs> I think I may have watched the same one. Did he cover um, the highest beer garden in the world? This one, you would have known if it was him. He did a weird voice over over it. That middle class British guy. Oh, I'm sure it was the same one. He, he did like a photo or a, a bit of footage of his wife sat on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. <laughs> And yeah, that had the highest beer garden in the world there in Germany um, on the way up to... Well, they were going somewhere through Austria and then they stopped off at a beer garden and it was... I mean, it was a bit of a shame for them because it was so overcast they didn't get to see nothing. I can't wait for us to be in a beer garden together again. Oh, I don't care how high or bloody low it is, Josh. Just give it to me. No. I'd go to... Um, I'd go Bavaria just so I could do it. I'd go Bavaria just to see some of this. I mean, like... I think we should we should go next year in midweek a little midweek holiday. Oh, a little hiking holiday. Yeah, and we'll get pissed and look at his castles. Oh, we can go to the Moorish kiosk. Yeah, (laughs) which I think is a perfect name for an all night garage visited at three m by the stoners. So, what did you think of him as a person? I think he was, it's quite tragic really, because he was very clearly 120% gay. Yeah, so gay. I mean, there's just no disputing how absolutely gay he was. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, he was he was having a go on everybody in all of his little outhouses and in his castles, you know, he was, I mean, one of his little outhouses had a throne in inverted commas in it, like a peacock throne, but it was more of a bed. <laughs> Oh, God, I didn't even click onto that. I thought he wasn't having sex with anyone. Oh, he was standing away. Because I'm so slow. Because when I saw about the throne, I didn't even go, oh, no, yeah, but it was a bed. God, I'm so <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, he, I, thought for, I thought he was keeping it in. But no, he was yeah. he was at it. Well, that's good. I read, I read somewhere that he had a little penchant for uh, a muscular country boy. Oh, I, yeah. I, did I tell you that, like, because you know I've never really been into muscles, really, but recently I've started finding, like, bigger men more attractive because I've always gone for little dweebs, but I've started having, like, big like big guy fantasies, like, with, like, broad shoulders and stuff. And I, I think I would love to shag, like, a cowboy. Oh, really? Yeah, like, go to America and have sex with a cowboy. That'd be great. <laughs> Proper American cowboys anymore. They do. They must do. Unless you go into America 
fucking time. I don't think you're going to rock up to my liquor and be like, I take your pick. <laughs> no, they do. They do have people. Yeah, they must do. No one sees corn and wears those hats anymore. No, and, and like wears like calipers. <laughs> they do, but yeah, I do. I've seen it on the telly though. What? What do you mean you've seen it on the telly? Like cowboys. modern day cowboys? <laughs> yeah. Like, I've seen it on TV. <laughs> I'm sure it's real. Oh, don't ruin right. the fantasy. I want to get. There, what you've watched there, Josh, is Back to the Future 3. <laughs> and it's not like that anymore. I want to get shagged in a barn. Oh, do you? I think I could marry like a country, like, cowboy farmer. I'll go <laughs> off and do me gigs and then come back to the farm. That sounds quite <laughs> lovely. Yeah, and he's got your tea ready because he's got all these farm, like, like <laughs> naturally sourced produce yeah. ready for you. I'll have, like, a pet pig and a pet cow. Oh, yeah, you'd really suit that home life. I yeah. think you'd like that. But you've got to shag, like, a farm cowboy in first. You've got to, like, fine. get in with someone on a ranch, don't you? Yeah, fine. That's what I'm going to have to do. Find, like, a, someone who can lift stuff. Like, I've never been into that, but I've, like when I've walked down the street and I've seen, like, builders recently, like, building stuff, I'm like, oh, I don't know what's coming over me. Like, I think that's quite attractive now. <laughs> changing it because when i was like in my early 20s i used to like um i used to really find long-haired men attractive yeah same like like you know that sort of like calvin klein advert kind of guy you know he like blonde hair and like surfy looking boys and i look back now and i go i don't like any of that now oh i just don't i think i think men have when they've got long hair, they walk a fine line with it. And they've got to really look after it for it. To, like, like a girl does, you know, if you've got long hair, you've got to make sure it looks nice if you're going out. Yeah. But there's some men that just walk a fine fucking line of having appalling long hair, like greasy, unkept. And I just think if you're going to have it long, you better be prepared to commit to making it nice. When you were in your early, early 20s, though, it was very in fashion for the mop. And they would, like, straighten their hair. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that look didn't look good now. Oh, God, it's not aged well, has it? It's no. not been. I look back at some of the stuff I used to wear when I was younger. Jesus, Josh, you'd never have been friends with me. No, I wouldn't. No. I would have made you, you go don't... home and get changed. You just... <laughs> just sat away from me on the bus, like, four seats down. You wouldn't have fucking liked me at all. I used to be a right mosh pot, and I used to wear, like... Um, Oh, like fishnet tights on my arms though, not on my legs, on my arms and then wear like a like an offensive t-shirt over the top and have like a dog collar and loads of eyeliner. Oh, and this was like in my early teens, Fishnet on your arms? Did you, have, it, did you have it on your arms and on your legs? No, so you just wear was... a pair of fishnets oh, the wrong right. way. So you make a space for your head, just like pull it through for your head. Oh. And then you just wear it underneath whatever whatever top you're wearing on top. I was going to say, go, if you had it, like, all over, you'd just look like a piece of gammon. Do you know, like, <laughs> when they buy meat and it's in the net, or beef, or whatever it is? I'd look like the biggest fish they caught that day in the sea. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, we've, we've done well here today, buddy. <laughs> so what did you think of when they said he was insane? I think he wasn't insane. I just think who he was just really didn't fit that whole world like all he wanted to do was he slept all day all he wanted to do was read and yeah. like he kept he kept like wandering off to like all these little huts and and places he's got like in little pockets of the Bavarian countryside just to go away from people and he used to have like imaginary friends and that yeah. and I just think he was both introverted and at the same time lonely which is a very common trope in people who are introverts you know they can be lonely and they often are lonely but they don't really know how to be around people and i just think he's very misunderstood insane not sure but gay misunderstood and depressed yes yeah i think he's like got the personality of a stand-up comedian just misunderstood eccentric He's got some stalker features though as well. Like the way he came after Wagner, it was a bit weird. It was like, weird. It reminded, it reminded me of that episode of Alan Partridge when he meets that super fan. <laughs> it, um, as well, when he um, he would like barge into, well, they call them the peasants, but like the local people's houses and give them gifts. I think that would be great if the king rocked up and give you a gift. 
Oh, yeah. Well, if it was a member of our royal family, though, it depends which one you don't want. There's some of them you don't want coming at your house, do you? Have to go... <laughs> Yeah, but I'd have the gift. <laughs> yep, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'll, t- t- I'll take a royal gift any day. I mean, I mean, this might be a bit shameless, but, you know, if you're a royal, whatever you pass, if you've come knocking on my door and giving me a gift, I'm taking it. Yeah, maybe not off Andrew, though. Maybe not off Andrew, but I'll tell you, leave it on the doorstep and then piss off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wonder what it'd be, though. I don't know. What's your opinion of his death? It's very suspicious, isn't it? It's a very suspicious death. I mean, what the bloody hell up there? Because, like, and it's obvious that his... Because he was was with his confident and psychiatrist. Yeah. It's it's obvious that that guy was killed. Like, there's no two ways about it. That man was killed. But how... How King Ludwig died was odd. Well, they think that Ludwig killed the doctor and then killed himself. But I, I could see him killing the doctor to, like, escape, but I couldn't see him killing himself. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, he's already had a pretty turbulent life. I mean, I don't... But at the same time, he had lost a lot of his ties by then and he weren't well. Like, all the royals... As soon as they got to a certain age, were just in absolute physical decline because of because yeah. of the bloodline. Yeah, because um, they were all so like when, um, inbred and stuff. All inbred, which meant like for a lot of royals, they had like a disease that meant if they, if, I don't know what it's called, but if they got like stabbed or even had a little cut, they bled and bled and bled, didn't they? Yeah, well, my dad has got that, but not because he's inbred. He's got <laughs> um, he's got an heart valve, so it's like his blood's dead thin. Yeah, it's like a thinning of the blood, isn't it? Yeah, but that's not the same as the inbred royals. Because then I would be royal. Oh, Josh. Oh, I mean, that's how you find out you're royal. There's better ways, isn't there? I do think I I would take being royal for being inbred. I don't care. You don't care? Well, it wouldn't be great. But it's like... But what if they wanted to to continue the... No, I wouldn't continue it. All of my relatives, none of them are physically attractive in my eyes. (laughs) Which is not the reason I wouldn't shag them anyway. But it's like... (laughs) But yeah, I wouldn't do that anyway. Yeah, I don't know, like, do you think... Because all our royal family know that their line is inbred. Do you think they sit around thinking about that? Probably not. I mean, I'd get over it pretty fast if, you know, I was sat in an house with, like, 16 rooms. Yeah. Like, you know, and um, I was I was drinking <laughs> the finest tea in the finest china, and all I had to do was wave at people. I mean, I'd get over it pretty fast. And they're getting, like, better looking, like, William and Harry are, like, a lot better looking than Charles. And they're doing an awful lot for that bloodline because, like, William and Harry have gone for absolute top-tier stunners. Like, yeah, they're, they're both, gorgeous they're women. Both, yeah, so was Diana, really. So was it who? Diana. Oh, yeah, she was gorgeous. Yeah, Diana um, was fit. Yeah, she was dead fit and dead lovely as a person, it would seem. She's had a bit of a rum deal, much like Megan, like, history's repeated itself there, I think. Yeah. But, but, um... But yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think I could continue that line either. If I suddenly became royal and it was like, right now, here's your cousin, get married. I'd be no. like, I'm not marrying that guy. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be so funny. Imagine if they made you do that with like normal people. You'd be like, no, fuck off. Yeah, I I I think his death is really suspicious. But there was no reason for him because he thought, oh, he could be assassinated. But there was no reason for him to be killed because they'd already got rid of him from power. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't even in control anymore. So it wasn't like it was a a calculated effort to get him out of the picture because he was quite happy to be out of the picture. Yeah, because as well, he probably would have. They would have kept him. In a castle, and he still would have had the life he wanted. He just yeah. wouldn't have been king, which is what he wanted anyway. Maybe, maybe what we don't know or anyone knows is that perhaps there was some sort of love affair with his doctor, and something happened there where there was an argument, or it was just a final straw in the rejection for King Ludwig, and he just went, I can't handle this, killed him, and then immediately felt regret 
But who knows? I don't. I mean, it's really hard to even conceive of the idea that somebody who was so soft and gentle would even like have the ability to murder somebody. Yeah, but he wasn't that soft and gentle because he was like saying he wouldn't. He would refuse to speak to his servants and stuff. Did he? Yeah, and he would like um, make them like bow. Yeah, he'd only speak to them through note. It was a table that, like, I think it, like, elevated down to the kitchen so they could set it without him having to even speak to the servants. Yeah. So, because he just didn't want to speak to anyone. No. So weird. But I can see him having Marie Antoinette as an imaginary friend because she was very bougie, didn't really care about the royal title and just, like, loved spending money. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, I mean, that must be his dream. You know, when, when you get asked that, who would be your dream guest at a dinner party? Like, that's obviously his, isn't it? Um, what would yours be? Uh, do they have to be dead or alive? What? But it? they can be both. Um, Bette Midler. Bette Midler. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Matt. What would Very you, gay. What would yours be? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Don't because you never quite know. I mean, should you meet your heroes? Is another question that this whole uh, this whole conversation poses. Like, should you meet your heroes in case they're proper drips? Um. Probably Otis Redding. Oh, would you? Yeah. What would you ma- What would you make Otis Redding? Oh, what would I make him? Oh, there's something I couldn't just give him one of my Slimming World recipes, could I? No. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> I don't know if Bette Midler would want one of my pies. <laughs> I bet she would. You know. Yeah. Who doesn't? My pies are really good. You make a fabulous pie, Josh. I'd, thank you. Good enough for Bette Midler. Yeah. Do you remember when I um, told you when that get, when we lived in that house together and that guy came round and we'd had like two dates and he came round and I thought I'll make him a pie. Do you remember that yeah, story? I do. And then I told you afterwards I gave him like the worst kiss I've ever kissed anyone and I think it was because I hadn't kissed anyone in ages. I don't know why, like months. And I gave him this really weird kiss because I was still like thinking about the pie. It was like very tongue which is normally I'm a good kisser, but I gave him a very tonguey kiss. And had you already eaten the pie by the time you <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't the best way to do it. Now, if I'm going to start, like, because I, I wouldn't have had sex, I didn't have sex with him, I didn't do anything with him, apart from a really horrible kiss. But I wouldn't have done anything anyway, because we was both too bloated. But my, my ex said to me, like, when we split up, because, like, we're still friends, obviously, we was talking about, like, oh, joking, like, what? one thing we need to learn about each other and he said to me, you need to know that pie is not an aphrodisiac. <laughs> I think that all depends on the person. Yeah, Jack. it is true though because I've never had bum sex after a pie because I'm too full. But I'd, I've given blowjobs after a pie but they're never the best blowjobs. I think... Well, you're, well, you're kind of spoiling your yeah, like the way I'm going to date now is like I'll go on a couple of dates and then when it gets like the third date, I'll just say, listen, we're probably going to have sex. Let's have sex before the date and then we can go out and I can eat what I want. I just love the organisation of gay sex. Yeah. It's a, it's a criteria. Like, yeah. often enough, like, I, I love whimsy sex, you know, when no one knew it was coming. But that's yeah. not, that's not how you do it. No. Well, I like to make sure, like, I'm, you know, emptied and feeling yeah. feeling light. Yeah. Well, I'm... But, like, and then I don't give a fuck, like... Kane would be like, shall we go? And I'm like... I like that TikTok where everyone's going, jungle is massive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's not, you know, I'm not kept, but no one cares. No oh, one cares. I care. There'll come a day, Josh. There'll come a day when you're just so in the moment and you've not... You've not scooped yourself out. Douched. <laughs> Scoops yourself out is the worst way of saying douche. (laughs) And there'll come a time when you're so in the moment with this lad and you're like, oh, I've not had time to scoop. (laughs) 
Oh, stop saying scoop. It's douche. It could be sound so much better. Yeah, but douche is what I actually is. Scoop sounds like you're scraping it out. <laughs> That's how I envisage it, Josh. No. It's... I know you make out like it's a very dignified affair. It but is I just dignified. It's you you squirt water up your bum. I'm sure your listeners are going to love this. <laughs> it's mouthwash for your bum. Mouthwash <laughs> for your bum. Your theory is that he killed the doctor. In a yeah, little... they might have had sex just before. Uh, but they uh, they didn't really know each other that well. Well, maybe that's how he liked it. Okay. You know. So you, think... you don't know. I mean, like, there's no. I don't see any other reason why, apart from the fact that the guy might have known too much about him because he'd really confided in him. I can't think of another reason why he'd kill him. Um, yeah. And, and there's no. I mean, he's he's not really a king anymore. Oh he's yeah. Got the opportunity to go and, the do- to go and live in the in. In all the mountains and reads to his heart's content and listens to Vargas and cry. He's got that freedom. Don't know why that guy deserved to die. Yeah. But there's also there's also some um, suspicion that he uh, Ludwig died of a heart attack straight, straight after. Oh really? Yeah, that he died of a because the, the water would have been so cold in the lake and it would have just because he wasn't well anyway. It would have just caused a stress to his body that brought on a heart attack. Yeah, but now you've said it. You've kind of put a thing in my head that he could have, the doctor could have figured out he was gay and said, I'm going to out you as being gay. So Ludwig killed him and then got so emotional about killing him that he couldn't handle it and then he killed himself. Oh, no, there's something, yeah. How do we tell people? We should tell the Bavarian government that we've solved it. <laughs> I'm going to update the wiki. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as well, have you seen some of those fucking love letters that he wrote to to Wagner? Yeah, but Wagner was like well older than him. I didn't know if it was like romantical. I think I think it was the way it reads when you read them. Like it reads that Ludwig is like, I'm crazy about you. Can't bear being without you. And Wagner's like appeasing him for the cash dollar. Yeah. It looks because he gave he gave him a lot of bloody money. He did. He did. He bought um, him a house. Bought him a, yeah. a theatre. Yeah, he did a lot. That's every oh, well, that's every performer's yeah. dream, really. It is. What well, to have like a benefactor looking after you? Absolutely. And like, oh, it's just so. Oh, I, I think that's um, that's a telltale sign to me that Wagner was playing it up when he could and when it suited him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But that's such an interesting letter. I love reading letters that might have been gay letters from history. Have you ever had a, good, have you ever had a really good look into them? No, just random ones. Yeah, like mm. gay love letters through history. They're really interesting. Oh, I might There's do something it. you can do some specials on. Yeah, I might do that. Read some gay love letters. But it'll all be about bumming and filthy, filthy out. sodomites. I don't know how they used to do bumming in the olden days without a douche. That would have been not for me. B-Days. Oh, there you, know, you go. Days. Oh, that's why they've got B-Days. Yeah, them bum washers. Yeah, that's why they did it. Oh, that does Maybe. make sense for yeah, o- olden days anal. Exactly. Oh, God, we're solving all the mysteries. <laughs> right, um, thank you so much. I'm going to go now. I need to um, get ready to go do my volunteering because I'm a hero. You absolutely are. You're the, you honestly, if you don't yes. leave the house with a cake today, yes, I know. Fully douched. Just in yeah, case. <laughs> I am an absolute hero. Thank you for being a guest on the show and for doing the theme tune. Oh yeah, I am the theme tune. Oh, you're very welcome. Mm. I still sing it, even though I wrote it. It still gets stuck in my head. Do you want to give us a line now? <clears throat> I love drama, it feeds my soul. Oh, oh my gosh, so good. As you live and breathe. Yeah, I hated it when we lived together and I started singing and then you sang really well and I was like, right, I'm going to stop singing now. Yeah, it was because you'd start singing Chandelier and then I'd start singing, singing Chandelier. <laughs> singing Chandelier. <laughs> And then you'd and then you just stop because you'd um 
because you see, you see, you see it as a contest instead of a collaboration. Yeah, because I can't sing properly, and you would do it properly, and then it piss me off. <laughs> no. And then, and then, who would have ever guessed that in a few years' time you think as much as it pisses me off, I'm going to get this bitch to sing my theme tune? Yeah, for like, was it like fifty? I give you like fifty quid, and that's it. <laughs> You're never getting any more. Josh, like 75. Oh, there you go. I do. I started for like two weeks for my food shop. Yeah, I pay my talent. <laughs> right, you get off and get ready to go and save and feed the world. I will do. Yeah, I'll speak to you soon, mate. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, lovely. Bye-bye. Something's going on with my recording. I hope this picks my voice up because it's recording me on another bar now. I wish I was more technology person. Anyway, thank you so much for Jade Fernley for coming on to my show, for singing my theme tune, for being my friend. Um, this was King Ludwig II, a murder mystery. I hope you got what you wanted from the, that. <laughs> I didn't know what to say then. I hope you've got what you wanted. God, this is going to be a long episode, I feel. I'm sorry if it's too long. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Sorry it's been ages. Please tell people about it and get more people listening to it. And thank you very much for listening to the podcast Dead Drama with me, Josh Jones. Thank you. Bye. I love drama, it feeds my soul Give me that conflama, especially if it's old Give me all that drama, made to last Give me all that drama, straight up out of the past Give me all that drama, straight up out of